The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 20th of July. In your Squiz today, jobs numbers are looking good. Australia's bid to extradite our most wanted terrorist has failed. Suspension for some members of the Aussie basketball team. And in Friday Lights, we discuss queuing etiquette. Claire's a bit of a stickler for the rules. Uh, Claire, I love a story that's full of facts and figures, so I'm excited about this first one. Jobs numbers, how are they looking? Really good, actually. Um, In June, so the last uh, lot of official figures, 50,900 jobs were added. Most of those were full-time roles. When you look around the states, Victoria was the only state to have an increase in unemployment, and that was quite a small number even for them. Uh, But that means that we've uh, added about 340,000 jobs in the last financial year, which is an incredible effort. Yeah, I'm sure the Treasurer was quite happy with himself yesterday. Yeah, even cracked a couple of Taylor Swift jokes. Um, The last time that youth unemployment was the lowest that it is was 1989, which of course is um, the title of a Taylor Swift album. So um, One of her best albums, I'd say. (laughs) Yeah, hilarity all round. Um, The one thing that um, people have pivoted to when talking about this is, well, if the jobs market is so strong, when are we going to get a pay rise? And that's not really on the horizon anytime soon, according to economists, although it's got to be counting in its favour, the theory being that if it's um, a very tight jobs market and employers are struggling to find good talent, then they'll start increasing wages to attract the people that they want to see in their businesses. There's hope. But on the flip side, um, a report was out yesterday saying that 15,000 people are living in slavery in Australia. That's right. The Global Slavery Index was out yesterday. It's a initiative from Andrew Twiggy Forrest and the Walk Free Foundation. They're doing a lot of work around global slavery. It indicated that 15,000 people were living in slavery in Australia, which is incredible to think about. It also suggested that about $12 billion worth of goods are imported into Australia every year that are probably produced by people who would um, be um employed for want of a better word and and forced labor so it's a big problem there's a a lot of um things to think about when it comes to the australian market you just don't expect that here no absolutely Uh, prime minister malcolm turnbull has encouraged the sacking of adelaide's archbishop philip wilson listeners will recall he was recently convicted of concealing child abuse He's done what hasn't really been expected, which is to appeal directly to the Pope and to the Vatican and reports Mm. say that the government is actually working behind the scenes and has made some noises at the diplomatic level. Um, We do actually have an ambassador to the Vatican, so um, representations have been made apparently over the last couple of weeks. But to date, given that um, Philip Wilson is appealing that decision, he's um, indicated that he's not going anywhere at this stage. Also, there's an update on Australia's most wanted terrorist this morning, Neil Prakash. What's happened here? So Australia has been trying to get him extradited from Turkey to uh, face our justice system over over terror charges. Turkey this morning has denied that, which Julie Bishop says she's very disappointed about. Uh, But uh, he was about to be set free from prison and Turkey has actually decided to keep him in custody and try him under terror 
uh, laws in, in Turkey for being a member of Islamic State. And if they find him guilty of that, he could um, be in prison for 25 years in Turkey. Yeah, and one thing we've been waiting for is obviously the decision by the International Basketball Federation on that brawl between Australia and the Philippines. Uh, what's happened? What was the outcome that's been handed down yesterday? 13 players uh, and two coaches have been suspended. Three of those players are from Australia um, and a couple of those players who have been suspended have also copped um, fines for inciting unsportsmanlike behaviour and the one that they're really agitated about is the guy who was really set upon um, the Australian player. He's he's been suspended and fined. So uh, they're saying, of course, you know how how could he? He was set upon by all of these Filipino players. So uh, it's um, been a bit of a tough pill for for the Aussies to swallow. Yeah, when you say they, we mean the fans. You just have to have a quick scan of social media to see they're pretty outraged with that suspension. And when you say the guy, you mean Chris Goulding, who. Um, was the one that was buried under that group of Filipino players and officials. Now, my favourite thing in Friday Lights this week is the link to the IPPA Awards, or the IPA Awards, the IPA Awards. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce the acronym. Anyway, it's the iPhone Photography Awards and the gallery is incredible. They really are. Gee, some people are clever with what they can do just with their iPhones. And what else is in Friday Lights? A couple of other things. So uh, a really fun article about how other countries queue. Um, I remember my first big trip overseas and trying to get a coffee in Italy and just being outraged at the, the these people just pushing in front of you. It's like, <laughs> God, have some civility, people. Um, well, I did, yeah, I did yes, enjoy a- reading about the uh, queuing etiquette at Wimbledon. There's a 30-page rule book. A 30-page rule book. To ensure you do it right. Yeah, from the size of your bag through to the sort of conversation that you should be having while you're waiting in in the lines. Uh, I'd prefer that um, approach, I'd say. At least everyone knows the rules. (laughs) Um, The other link I have in today is there's a great meatballs recipe that is an old favourite of mine. I regularly pull it out. Uh, you bake the meatballs in the oven, Kate. You don't fry them and they're delicious. Oh, there you go. It's Friday night cooking, sorted. And to finish off today, what's the subject line? The subject line is no one listens to Jeff Goldblum, um, which is a um, Triple J song uh, that a couple of the hosts uh, put together. They decided on a theme that, you know, if you look at all of Jeff Goldblum's movies, he's actually the smartest guy in the movie, but no one listens to what he has to say. So <laughs> uh, that, of course, is in relation to the massive statue that's popped up in um, in front of London's Tower Bridge of the reclining Jeff Goldblum with his open shirt. It's, it's I've seen that on, on Twitter quite a bit. What's that all about? Is there no a reason idea. it's there? Very random. Love <laughs> random stuff. If it's random, it makes it even funnier. (laughs) Yeah, it's right down both of our alleys. Yeah, love it. Thanks for listening this week, everyone, and have a fantastic weekend. Chat to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. 
message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.